SGE, VTO, you know, for us, virtual try-on are things that we've developed to go through this. And I think you'll see being developed further. I think you'll only see these things progress and iterate to become even more assistive and more blended and more tailored. Stephanie, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> For people in marketing, I think it's, you know, double sold all the time. It's nice because you can relax, but at the same time, everyone has to finish things, right? Before the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Well, people in marketing, especially you with shopping, right? I cannot even imagine how busy you can be. Yeah, no, it's definitely been a race to the finish. Obviously, Q4 is one of our biggest, you know, opportunities to really show what we have. So it's been, it's been very busy. And I can't wait to dive in into anything that is like, you know, shopping related. But before doing that, why don't you tell us a bit more about, you know, who is Stephanie, right? So we go through these uh, sort of little framework called MAP. There is a mission that she mentioned the purpose. Just to know a bit, a bit more about yourself, your career, also personally. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's always been about how do I create impact, um, you know, in any aspect of my work, even if it's just like meeting an OKR or a goal or, you know, kind of the bigger picture of here at Google, you know, we have a lot of tools to help small businesses and, you know, black owned businesses and, you know, minority owned businesses and women owned businesses. So I think for me, it's always about creating impact and how can we really change or shape something and and make it grow. Amazing. And uh, do you have any achievements that you are really proud of? Yeah, no, I think there's a couple of things. I mean, you know, I've worked a few places at this point in my career. I think two really stand out. One is Farfetch, where we were really able to create um, separate businesses. You know, Marketplace was obviously the um, first business that were there. But then um, looking at the business and where we were, it's like, okay, we can also create VIP. We can also create Farfetch Solutions, which became advertising advertising on the site. So I think for me, it was um, a really nice experience to be able to create and actually launch new revenue streams for a company um, that actually succeeded and you know are maintained and still going on today. Um, so that's probably a proud moment. Um, and obviously, we know Farfetch is now you know doing other things, but I think you know they'll still maintain some of those um, some of those programs, which is great. And I think here. At Google, you know, we've really been able to lean into shop values, which is something that we see people really wanting to do, even if it's like for money or for shopping small business. And we've been able to develop and market a lot of tools around this from small business filters to women-owned filters to black-owned filters. And I think that um, is something that I'm really proud of how we kind of have brought those to market because that's something that you can really see immediate impact, not only for the merchants, but also really helping consumers shop how they want to shop. Love to hear that. I always have to ask you about, you know, AI. Yeah. Everyone is talking about that. So one of the first first part I wanted to know is that because shopping is bigger, but also faster and easier to use, right? And sometimes you as a consumer might need also like you know, new features to help you out, right? So talking about the holidays, right? Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, someone is like, oh, what, what can I get, you know, for, you know, my, my spouse, my friends, my family, right? It's a bit difficult on that. So I see that Google is rolling out this new generative AI shopping feature, uh, especially for the holidays. So First of all, how does it work and how can, you know, make a revolution in the in the industry? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I think this is the first holiday season where generative AI is part of the larger cultural conversation, right? This all kind of came into play earlier this year and has been a really explosive and, you know, highly, you know, really high velocity um, outcome. So we're really happy with what we've been able to do. Um, so it is the first time that customers can use generative AI to help them shop um, in their holiday shopping. And I think for us... Um, 
you know, we've been able to roll out a few features that you've just mentioned. Um, one is, um, you know, search generative experience where people can actually use the tools to make it easier to shop for deals and last minute gifts, because obviously it's asking them questions and prompting so they can get just the right gift. So I think overall, what does the technology do is that it really helps you, you know, it prompts you and asks you more questions and gets more specific so that it's even more targeted to what you need and what you want. So I think that the tools that we really um, rolled out um, with a- around AI powered gifting are really, are really going to help us. Um, and also so that, you know, talking about AI and, you know, understanding what people really want to, you know, to, to buy and their behavior and so on, you already actually already compiled the Holiday 100, right? There is the most searched item for gifts. So I'm very curious to know about this one. Um, is anything that was either interesting to you that you were not expecting or any bizarre items on this list that, that come up like kind of out of the blue? I mean, I think there's always interesting um, <laughs> items on that list because they are the most searched. I mean, last year we had things like, you know, a home fridge, which, you know, was for your makeup. And, yeah. you know, like that was like over 200% more searched than last year. So I think that um, gift guide has become one of my favorite things that we do, um, you know, not only because it, you know, gives you amazing things, but it's also like the most searched thing. So there's like a lot of context behind um where everything's coming from. And it really is a place to find kind of the out of the way unique, like, you know, a sleeping bed for your dog, or like there's actually a bed this year on that. That's kind of like a dog bed for people that has been really popular. Um, So, you know, there are all these kinds of things that you're like, where did this come from? But when you look at it, you're kind of like, oh, that's really cool. It's something that actually maybe I'm going to buy one for the gifty and one for myself. Um, So it, it really is a fun way to shop for the holidays. And so you already said a couple of items there, but is there any other category or specific vertical that you're seeing is either trending or is going to a direction where it might be even more popular in the next 12 months? I think it's always trending, but home and garden is always one of those that's, that's trending. Obviously, electronics are big and apparel is still the largest category, but I think there's some interesting things in the home and garden category, like even home gardens um, that people are really looking at that are, that are really interesting. And do you think is that because uh, like people in the past years spent a bit more time at home uh, or is there like any any specific trends like uh, on that or reasoning why? I think one could probably um, assume that there's still some lagging trend coming out of COVID when people were at home and, you know, growing their own gardens and doing things like that. So, you know, and discover like, wow, this is an easy way for me to have really cool, fresh vegetables, you know, whatever they herbs, whatever they're trying to, to grow. So. I think it's probably something coming out of that. But the why, you know, is probably yeah, less clear than the the what. But I also think that it's interesting because people search on maybe like you know, on Google and then after that what happened is that they post on social media, right? And other people see that, right? So I think that more and more is this loop of push and pull marketing, right? Because uh, you see something and then you also search for that. You buy the product, you make your own content, right? So I think it's... Uh, Sometimes you get into a trend and not because you wanted to, but because maybe you discover it, right? Yeah, no, and I think that's the great thing about Google, right? We have all these tools to help you discover these new things and you can go off and search more, buy them anywhere. But I think the point of why Google's so great is it gives you the opportunity to actually find things within like the vast world of, you know, the internet, but actually call it down and curate it to your needs and then, you know, buy it or discover it how you want. You said AI before because, of course, you know, big, big bad's work for everyone and helping people. But specifically when it comes to shopping, also something else is, you know, quite useful. And that is AR, right? Mm-hmm. So all the trial features. So 
I have a couple of questions on that. I wanted to ask you, like, first of all, how these AR try on features. Uh, so first of all, what, what they are, right, for people listening in and might not be familiar with. Yeah. And also how they are, like, affecting merchants, right, and consumers. So let's start with that, and now we can go more into details about, like, some good examples of that. Our AR features, you know, obviously we launched Beauty in 2020, which has been very successful. We just followed it up, actually, with um, a Pat McGrath pop-up that we did earlier this year that was really um, great. Um, and, you know, and you really see shoppers generating towards this and using it because it's really helpful in understanding what makeup will look like before you buy it. Right. And I think, you know, we have virtual try on, which we just um, introduced earlier this year for tops. And again, you know, it enables you to see, you know, what it looks like before you try it. And we've shot in both cases of beauty and in um, apparel you know, a lot of shapes and sizes, colors of people so that you can match almost, you know, the the closest to you. So you're really seeing it on a skin tone that, you know, is close to you, you know, hair that is close to your color, a body shape that's close to what you, you know, you think you are so that you're really seeing it accurately. So for consumers, I think it's like instead of having to go into the store and do all this, you might be able to do it online and just buy it or have a really good indication of like, these are the things I want. So you can go in the store and be quick and more efficient. And for merchants, um, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to see something that supports that lower returns, right? Because if people are more sure of what they're buying and are more confident on sizing, then, you know, they're more apt to be able to go and keep it instead of, you know, the routine. I mean, I worked in e-commerce for a very long time where people buy six sizes And then obviously, you know, five of them are coming back, which, you know, when you're looking at margins and trading, that's not not the best practice. Is your brand ready to amplify its reach? Well, the influencer marketing factor is here for you. We are a global influencer marketing agency helping brands ignite their growth. From influencer identification to campaign strategy, handling legalities and agreements to managing shipping and logistics, we got you all covered. We work with hundreds of brands across different verticals, from Fortune 500 companies to -to direct-to-consumer brands. And we don't just stop there. With detailed ROI analysis, we help brands like yours measure success transforming impressions into conversions. You can find us at theinfluencermarketingfactory.com or just searching The Influencer Marketing Factory on Google. And, um, you know, so we, we went through like, you know, AI, right? And then AR. And then you said at the beginning, right, of the conversation about small businesses and minority businesses. So um, I saw that Google has officially added a new filter, right, to the search, in, uh, the, the search of the shop, uh, shopping results, right? So, small business filter? Yeah, exactly. That one, you know, just products offered by small businesses. So first of all, why is that important? Uh, and then also I was wondering how small businesses, right, uh, and also solopreneurs, influencers, content creators that also they are creating their own line of products these days that, uh, and maximize their life sales uh, using this type of filter. Yeah. I mean, I think, first of all, we're really finding that people shop according to their values, whether that means price or, you know, being mindful of their money or shopping su- and supporting local businesses. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the trend over the past few years has been that, you know, obviously people still appreciate big box retailers in that environment, but we are seeing that people are supporting local business and smaller businesses a lot more. So, of course, um, we thought this was a great opportunity to help people um, be able to sort through that and find them easier. So we introduced a small business feature, I think, about a month ago, making it easier for U.S. shoppers to discover and shop small businesses. Um, and, you know, we've added the filter to search so you can see only the merchants across the web that identify a small business. 
So for shoppers, I think this just obviously makes it easier instead of having to sift through and figure out, you know, is it these are people who have self-identified that we've set criteria. So it's very easy for them to go in, find who they want, and then shop that business um, easily. And I think this is like a nice carry on to a nearby feature that we launched years ago that you can find a business nearby. And a lot of those tend to be um, small and local businesses. So I think it's a feature that's um, seen a lot of usage. And I think we'll, we'll be able to see a lot of usage. And as far as for the other, um, for you know celebrities or whoever, small businesses who want to do it, I think for them, it is something that we see that people are searching. It is a statistic that's going up. So I think it will only help their traffic, right? Because people will be able to find them a lot easier. And in addition to the AR that we call it, the AR, the small business filters, uh, are you noticing any other you know, trends uh, in the commerce and marketing side uh, that are getting more popular or they, or, the, or like they you personally think we as marketers should start focusing on? Overall, we're seeing that technology is shaping you know, is shaping shopping to be much more assistive, you know, with all of the, you know, search gen AI technology, you know, blended. So I think taking omni-channel even to the next level. So, you know, more offline, online and be able to, you know, kind of search and, and find both and then, you know, tailor to you. So a lot more personalized. So I think, you know, these are trends that have been coming along for a while, but I think now we're seeing them actually in action and seeing the technology actually catch up to the need. Um, which is exciting. So I think, you know, SGE, VTO, you know, you know, for us, virtual try-on are things that we've developed to go through this. And I think you'll see being developed further. Um, Lens is another great example of this where you can, you know, take a picture of something and be able to find it right away. And as we mentioned, AR beauty. So I think you'll only see these things progress um, and iterate to become even more assistive and more blended and more tailored. And so what do you think that is missing right now in the behavior of users, right? Because for instance, for Lens, right? It's easy. You can quickly take a picture, right? And then you can potentially buy there. Do you think that now in the market, it's, uh, are there any features missing that are like, you know, quite important during the life cycle or like, you know, during the behavior of purchase of, of, of a user? Or do you think that it's already there? We just need people to get more used to it. I think there's always more ways, you know, you know, to, to, to help the customer journey, you know, and I come from you know, the school of, you know, e-commerce and like, you know, especially Farfetch, which was blended from the beginning, right? It was always about, you know, the in-store experience, but helping these boutiques also have an offline experience. So I think we might see things in the future that, you know, um, you know, just not not Google, but I'm just talking in general, you know, of like, you know, we just talked about a blended, um, you know, more blended opportunity. So are there more in-store features to help people shop and, you know, kind of iterate to their to their offline experience. But I think as far as what we have now, I think we're where we need to be, um, and especially the tools that Google has developed. And I think you'll probably just see great iterations and in, in development of even more things along along those lines. And Sabri, is there anything else that I didn't ask you today that you are either excited to talk about, or again, in addition to trends, anything else you're noticing lately? You know, I think technology really is shaping the way people shop um, in the future. So I do think, you know, a lot of the tools that we've launched in the um, recent, you know, kind of past month um, will not only be helpful, but I think will um, really start to shape the focus. So it just won't be AI gifting. It'll be, you know, you know, some of the things that we, you know, think um, we think this technology that we've developed will, you know, continue the path. So I think we really covered everything. 
Fantastic. Amazing. Uh, I learned a lot, you know, about, again, AI, AR. There's so much, right, that is going on. And all the time, what I say is that behaviors of consumers change all the time, right? So as technology and also as platforms, right, you have to understand, okay, we have to go in that direction because this is what people want to see. And also what is uh, very interesting is that sometimes we don't know the why, the reasoning right behind. You have the data, you said, but sometimes it's difficult, right, to understand the why. And so there is a lot of work behind, you know, behind the uh, the scene, right? To understand, okay, we have to do these specifically. And we don't know why, but we can see that there is a trend, there is a direction. So, yeah, I mean, we're early days. Yeah. And I think, you know, everyone's early days on this. I think there's lots of thought, um, research, and, you know, just, you know, real thoughtfulness around how to approach it. But I think, you know, the more we learn, mm-hmm. um, the better we know. And I think that the better products that we'll be able to develop and, and help people along their shopping journey. So I think it's an exciting time. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if nothing else, I think it's, it's a very exciting time. And I think, um, you know, fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm very, I agree on that. I'm very curious and it's exciting because every month there is something new. So who knows in, in one year, you know, what uh, we're going to see on the Holiday 100 and anything, you know, related to AI and AR. So I'm going to continue following uh, your journey on that. And uh, Sabrina, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. No, thank you for having me. This was the Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>